0: and welcome to seismic cinema so put your feet up on steve's gutted corpse paul made me say that grab your voice changer and prepare to answer questions about scary movies in order to save your life for the next however many minutes yeah
1: so this week we are doing scream from 1996 because we're being super duper original and piggybacking off the new screams release because I don't think anyone else will be doing that at all, except probably about $500 podcasts this week. Uh, but we're aiming to do it better, possibly.
0: Have they got, have they got somebody that's never seen it before? Where's our USP right there?
1: They don't. We have a first-time watcher in Colin, and we have a resident expert in Brett from Dissect That Film. How's it going, Brett?
2: Hello,
0: everybody. I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I love I love how Brett just said hello
2: to our ten viewers, ten weekly viewers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It all, they all they all matter. They all matter. Hello, everybody. <laughs> no. well, thank you and... so much for your Tuesday afternoon. Oh, absolutely! Thank you so much for having me on. This is this is uh, I I've never gotten to talk about any of the screen movies, so this is very exciting. And to hang out with you two is is just you know an added bonus.
1: and anyone watching youtube we've kind of got the lights out because i thought i would just give brett some uh ptsd from watching his alien versus predator requiem because on his show he's been doing the aliens and predators kind of rewatch through the series and that was our latest episode so i thought i'd just do him a wee bit of a a wee bit callback
2: well, all I know is I could see more of you than I saw of pretty much that entire movie. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we don't we don't what? normally look we
1: don't normally look as pale as us. No. But yeah, it's good to have you on. I've been listening to your show for quite a wee while I think. Um you got in touch with us ages ago to do I think it was the Tales of the Jedi, I think it was. And we never got around to it. Um I've been watching listening to your show ever since. It's an absolute banger. Uh been uh, like obviously your alien and predator series. They're pretty it's been pretty amazing. Uh and your co-host Dan and Angela, I love them. They're great.
2: Yes, they they are the, the I always say that they carry the show and I'm just there to be the host. Um yeah, they, they're without them it wouldn't the show wouldn't be what it is. Because I can't yeah, do it's... this by myself. I'm so bad <laughs> at it by myself.
0: <laughs> and yeah, that's a uh... That's Mando and Norman you hear, finally like, Heck
2: yeah, they're they're yeah. just added they're just added entertainment, you know. Yeah. Because I
1: mentioned Alien versus Predator, so like the Dalmatians like the <laughs> Alien, and the old English sheepdogs like a Predator, and just fighting in the dark.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, all I gotta say is I'm glad I don't have to talk about those movies ever again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, now you've still got two more to go, didn't you? The,
2: yeah, the but ones. they're not Alien versus Predator. Um, yeah, we got uh, Prometheus and Alien Covenant. So, oh, I remember Prometheus when the, the baby comes out of the belly. Yeah, spo- spoiler alert is I actually enjoy Prometheus, but uh, Covenant. <laughs> yeah, we're still we're still we haven't we haven't recorded that episode yet, so it should be interesting on <laughs> how that entire series is going to end for us.
0: Well, if you were interested in coming on our Tales of the Jedi, we're planning on. Reviewing Bad Batch season two in a couple of weeks. So, if you've been watching that or if you fancied jumping I am, on, I like, have not
2: watched a single episode of that show to be honest. I am like so the only thing that I have checked out Star Wars wise is the first episode of season three of Mandalorian because I, I love the Mandalorian, but uh, to be honest. I never got really was into the Clone Wars show. Like, not that I think it's a bad show, but it just wasn't something I never, I ever got into. And like, I tried to get into Bad Batch, but I just felt like I was missing something. Like I needed to go back and re- watch that, you know, the Clone Wars yeah. uh, to kind of understand it fully. So one day yeah, I'll get like, to it.
0: It's like the natural successor to the Clone Wars, really. It's like yeah, season season eight and nine, pretty much.
1: Yeah. Although it's got like this character Omega, and it's just like they're always like, "Okay, you stay here, don't do anything stupid," and then she wanders off and gets an adventure, and it's just like, "Here we go again." I,
2: I felt, I felt like that character was really annoying, and she, yes. and, and it was. It, it wasn't a character I was really, really enjoying much. So maybe that was the reason I got turned off of Bad Batch. I don't remember. That was a long time ago, and I just remember season two coming out and I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. And then I just never got into it. But Tales of the Jedi is probably one of my favorite Star Wars like things that they put out for Star Wars in a long time. Hmm. It was just really well done. Yeah, because yeah. I was...
1: In uh, the first episode, I was like, oh no, that's- I don't really feel like it's the only one like Baby Ahsoka. I was like, if this is what it's going to be like, I'm going to struggle with it, but then it just got better and better as I went on, so yeah, I really enjoyed that series.
0: That's anyway, been, well, well multiverse of tangents. So okay. talking, talking about Star Wars, uh, I often piggyback off Paul's PK picks and Paul's recommendations, so as I said to you, I was checking out your Rogue One review earlier, and it was I love when a review is like almost two hours long, I'm like, that's my favorite
2: kind of uh, content to listen which, to. W- which I don't. I, I Listen, I I mean, we've been doing this. We're, we're coming up to our two-year anniversary in um, April. So next month. And, you know, you hear different things. Like you have people who are like, I don't like podcasts that are over like 45 minutes to an hour. And then you have people like, then I look at like our podcast episodes that are almost three hours long or even two and a half that have the most downloads of any of our episodes. Like I don't understand things. And (laughs) it's all based on what people are interested in podcasting. Listen to anyone who, you know, is a podcaster who wants to get into podcasting. It's not easy. (laughs) It really is. It's, it's definitely something you have to uh, work hard on and expect ups and downs and everything in between, because, you know, it's just, it's, just how there's just so many out there mm-hmm. yeah so colin when are you gonna have up. any ups
1: when are we having any
2: ups so at one point oh we got... stop it don't put yourself <laughs> down guys come on
0: we've got over a thousand views on a game of thrones one at one point that yeah advocate.
2: let's go there you go you gotta yeah you always gotta look at the ups but, i mean no, the downs will almost... suck but you just kind of got to push through it And don't we let the almost, people yeah, out there who to... say they're professionals you know tell you otherwise even if they don't get a lot of views, we always enjoy doing it anyway. So that's
0: amazing. absolutely. So Brett, you want to get just a wee overview of your show, just for um, people listening yeah. so they can check you out. So
2: yeah, I uh, I'm Brett and I am the host of dissect that film We're a podcast that pretty much plot breakdowns all like pretty much any type of movie. Uh, we go through franchises uh, as currently we are doing the alien franchise. Uh, we yeah we just we kind of give behind the scenes stuff in the beginning and then we kind of just go through the whole plot, kind of breaking it down as we go. And I got my two amazing co-hosts, Dan and Angela, who join me and you know bring the comedy and bring more insight. And it's just all around just three people sitting down and having a conversation about movies. You know so the good, the bad, and the very, very ugly. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. well, why do we not have a nice succinct summary like that?
1: <laughs> Cause we're just daft and talk about it, and then we haven't we haven't got <laughs> any structure or wisdom yeah, we do. We, we do or, or naffal.
0: We do have a structure.
1: Oh, sorry, yeah, I do. Structure, we got structure. That's about it.
0: Anyone listening or watching, we're Seismic Cinema. We're me and Paul, like talking about movies and TV shows. And if you're enjoying our content, make sure you subscribe, like. And help us get to 100 subscribers.
2: Yes, do that.
0: (laughs) Right, so we're on to uh, a segment I really enjoy, because it's always a chance to share what you've been watching or hear what other people are, so it's what we're watching. So Brett, the guest always goes first. In the last couple of days or week, what have you been checking out?
2: OK, well, I have watched quite a bit this, this year, but this week I have currently been going through all of the Puppet Master movies uh, over the last couple weeks. And I watched a couple of real stinkers this week, uh, which was Puppet Master, uh, The Legacy and Curse of the Puppet Master to just t- awful movies. Uh, checked out Cocaine Bear, which is one of the newer, you know, newer ones in the theaters right now, which was an absolute blast. And we're actually going to be doing an episode on that. Uh, I don't know when you guys are putting this episode out, but it'll be out probably around the same time, and uh, and then of course any of the movies that we've been that we're covering on the show, like our St. Patrick's Day episode, will be out on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, so we are covering Leprechaun. So I will rewatch that after not having seen it since I was a kid. So nice. That's, that's going to be pl-
1: plenty of Irish Irish accents in there
2: uh no i i didn't even want to try okay i to be honest i could probably do a better scottish accent than (laughs) an irish accent so yeah i'm not even going to (laughs) try or i didn't even try because we already did record that episode already
0: let's hear your scottish accent then (laughs)
2: nope i don't want to not in front of you guys i don't want (laughs) to no i can't do it i can't (laughs) i don't want to embarrass myself that much all right i do that on my own enough on my own chill
1: just, just give your best Mel Gibson freedom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, you can do it at the end. I, can, I, can I tell a really... It, like, I, it was funny to me. I don't know how funny it will be f- to you guys. but uh, So I used to work at Walmart. Uh, it, for I worked there for over a decade. And I got a really unique call where it was... It, like, I don't know if it was somebody just doing the accent or if it was an actual Scottish person. But they called and they were like, I'm looking for a movie. And I'm like, please don't ask if we have like I kind of had in my head what they were gonna ask for, and they legit asked for Braveheart. I was like, the irony <laughs> of somebody asking for that movie that is um I mean, I don't I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about Braveheart, you know, actually feel you know, being from Scotland, but uh all I know oh. is it's not it's not very correct in a lot of ways.
1: <laughs> it's, it's not factually correct whatsoever but when i see it i just want to eat haggis drink whiskey and put a kilt on and run a bit. that's all i want to I, do
2: i mean to be honest it was as a teenager i was obsessed with i loved that movie i thought that movie was fantastic
1: <laughs> yeah had i'm sure we it had to watch that well. for religious education and I, well, that's, school.
0: that's my memory of that's my only memory of watching it was in school i was going to say that really yeah. in
1: school yeah, for, for some reason, religious education, we got to watch really unreligious movies, like we got to watch Braveheart. We got to watch We Were Soldiers um, and The Pianist.
2: So We Were Soldiers, isn't that a Mel Gibson movie as well?
1: Huh. Yeah, it is, actually.
2: Yeah, well, I feel like there's a, there's a common denominator. <laughs> Celebrity endorsement.
1: <laughs> Mr. Porter really liked Mel Gibson.
2: Two out of three, bad, I guess.
0: Um, so, Paul, what about yourself? What random obscure films have you been watching this week?
1: Uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent—is that what it's called? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, yeah, I watched that last night um, because I've been seeing like all these like reels and memes of like uh, Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal in the car. And I was like, <laughs> I should, I should watch that.
2: I swear, and, it's every other TikTok. What's yes. on? Oh, what's on? It's on Prime. Oh, okay. Is it free on Prime?
1: It's free on Prime, yeah.
2: Oh well, you guys have different Prime than we do over it's, here. It's free for me because Paul pays for Prime. I pay for Disney Plus. Hey, yeah. You guys got a system, I love it. That's, that's,
1: <laughs> no. But who pays for
2: Netflix? My dad. No. <laughs> are you guys are you Guys sharing your password? Not anymore not anymore oh i've
1: got i've got my own one um, i can't even
0: remember the password to share it so is
1: that... so i was watching that last night and uh, i was watching it with scarlett and she was absolutely gutting herself she loves pedro pascal like watching it, like the last of us Who um, and and uh, he's just so funny in it nicholas cage is so funny in it and um, i thought like this I'm not gonna spoil it for you, Colin, but it was like a kind of subplot like to do with spying. And I, I didn't really like it at all that bit. Um
0: Yeah, I so saw you mentioned that on Twitter.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just really stupid. It's like the spies are like relying on Nicholas Cage to do all these things and they're not very good at it. Anyway, I digress. Um and then I was watching, like I was saying, The Last of Us. And I think Brett, you've been doing a a you kind of mini series on that as well on your show, haven't you?
2: I've been trying to cover every episode, of this, this week's going to be a little difficult, but uh, yeah, I've been doing every episode of The Last of Us because The Last of Us is one of my all-time favorite games, and uh, the show is just blowing my mind, like I'm enjoying it so much.
1: Yeah. Did you, did you watch the latest episode? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I watched it last night.
1: Yeah, I watched it last night too. Good. Good acting.
0: So good. I watched the first episode and then was planning to watch it week by week but life kind of got in the way so i'm gonna is it when will it be done Have episodes uh, next week?
2: week's the season finale yeah right. sunday next sunday night. Night. after next week i could binge it there you go yeah it's definitely worth it and um, yeah i'll definitely be going through the whole season once it's over to like rewatch it and it's just such a good show yeah. so i
1: wasn't to... sure bella ramsey was going to be with the Denelli, but she, I really like her. I really like both of them. It makes and, her, and good yeah. As player. soon
2: as she got on screen in the first episode, I was just like, Yep, I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do this. Like, everything just felt right.
1: Yeah. Good old Liana Mormon. No, not Liana. Is it Liana Mormon? Yeah. Game of yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so, yeah, watch Last of Us, watch Scream for this. It's taking me like four days and I've still not watched Creed 2 I've been trying to watch creed two for like four days and it's just not happening
2: it's uh, so, good, bro.
1: It's so I, good i really want to know who wins
2: I, I can't get into I really i've never been a big fan of like the rocky series because I've just i am a i played sports all through school I'm very athletic well not anymore I'm a fat slob but uh you know I used to be athletic I used to coach sports and I just i can't there's only a select few sports movies that I'm like I really enjoy, and others yeah, okay. are just like it's all the same. It's just all the same, <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, especially
2: Rocky movies because it's literally like, listen, here's the plot: uh, main character fights someone, loses or draws, and then has to fight him again at the end of the movie for the fight. It's literally everyone. Uh, to be fair, that's how that's how
1: Creed II's going because he just got his butt kicked, so.
0: Yes, you are right, but I do, I've only seen, I'm weird, I've only seen Rocky 1, I've seen Creed 1 and 2, but I did really enjoy them. But even though I'm not a fan of boxing morally, as you'll find out in the Creed, Creed podcast.
1: <laughs> was that a wee cheeky plug, was
0: it? Yeah, that was a whole whole segment. Um So, yeah, is that your lot for the week, Paul? Uh,
1: I think so, yeah. But a bit different. A bit long.
0: Long. There's normally a month, uh, not a month, a week between our podcast but we did the creed one on saturday night didn't we this is tuesday so there's not been a big there's not been no. a big um so what have i done i've now finished my book of boba fett rewatch i hoped to do it before mando but i did it i finished it just afterwards but um the finale is not actually as good as i remember it being like it was good in the context of the show, but I don't know. It wasn't as good in a rewatch, but the Rancor scenes were still cool. Um I was a spin Scream.
1: cat does a spin catch you. Yeah.
0: Oh jeez. The, mod, the mods <laughs> the mods are so out of place. Um I watched Scream and have I watched anything else? Ant Man. Oh yes, thank you. I went to the cinema to see Ant Man last night and I thought it was That's how Hollywood. good your memory is yeah I thought I thought it was sadly I thought it was awful cuz I really as you would hear from our Ant-Man podcast I, I really enjoyed the first two. Yeah. Um, Have you seen Ant-Man
2: Brit? I I did. I went to go see it a couple of weeks ago or last week, I don't remember. I've seen so many movies in the last couple months <laughs> in theater. Uh yeah. yeah, it was um it was like it was fine. It it like yeah. to be honest, I just Marvel's just not get me excited. As it That's used no, to like, I remember seeing the trailer though for it, and the, you know they were playing uh yellow, you know like a remix version of Yellow Brick Road from Elton John, which is one of my favorite Elton John songs, and I was like that, like it's it's crazy, like a song gets me into it, and like the trailer looked really good, and I love Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael, like it just looked like a good time, and then I watched and I was like I left going, all right, I mean I guess I felt felt better coming out of it than I did with Thor Love and Thunder because that movie just was not good, like I did oh, not like I better.
1: watched. I watched the first ten minutes of it. and I was like, "I don't get this at all. I don't like it," and turned it off.
2: Yeah, I tried to rewatch it on Disney Plus when it came out, and I just was like, "What in the <laughs> hell is happening in this movie? It's so yeah. stupid." The,
0: the don't
1: only see an Ant Man. The only sorry, and then you go.
0: No, I will say the only memorable bit is that. A...
2: Mm.
1: Oh, Modoc. Mm.
2: Yeah, I physically laughed out. I have not, la- like, I laugh at a movie if it's funny, but, like, I try to, like, not be obnoxiously loud in a theater. But, like, that, when <laughs> he gets revealed, I audibly just was, like, laughed so loud. I was, like, like looking around, like, people are looking at me, right? Because that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in a movie. And the fact of who it is, I was like, yeah. a little okay. There's All a little right. bus. Yeah, well, this is what we're doing. Okay, cool. I've got, I've got holes. That's
0: yeah, a different character,
2: I know, forced, forced humor. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. the problem with Marvel is they have to like force too much humor into their stuff now. Where it's like, I feel like humor in like Phase One, Two, even you know, up like throughout the entire Infinity Saga, the humor was kind of mixed. Well, there were certain movies that weren't good, like Thor: The Dark World was not good. Uh, and there was maybe a couple others that were kind of like mid tier, yeah. but like the humor wasn't forced. Like these, like there's just so many jokes. Like there's literally a fight scene where uh, can I mean can we talk about some of the things from Ant Man like real quick? Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, <laughs> Sorry, we're going on that's... another side tangent here. But the scene where uh Scott and his daughter like hug when they're giants and i'm like there's a battle behind you what are we doing they're just like (laughs) having a casual conversation with each other there's a massive battle going on behind them and i'm just like this is dumb that's where i had to say
0: cassie cassie was awful
2: yeah i like that actress a lot i think she's actually very good uh yeah her the the role i don't think it was her i think it was just the role like i just think they gave that character to to way too much to do they're like he really loves his daughter let's make sure she's really involved and i was like but then like the things they were putting her into i was like okay i'm i'm over this but uh she's a very good i like the actress a lot she was in freaky a couple years ago which was like the horror version of freaky friday with Vince Vaughn, oh, Vince and, Bond, yeah, yeah, they like switch souls, and I, she was great in that. She's been, uh, she was in Detective Pikachu, which I really enjoyed. Her character was kind of weird, but she plays a weird, <laughs> she plays weird characters very well. <laughs>
1: yeah. The only thing about Ant Man that confused me was the power levels. Um, so like, you know, like the the he- not the the soldiers, like Kang soldiers, like their their weapons were like blow holes and things. Yeah, but then as soon as Ant-Man grew big and they were shooting at him, it would just like it would have like no effect on Ant-Man. I'm like, how does that work? And then they have the big towers and stuff shooting at him, doesn't do anything. And then Kang's like the people, and then he hits Scott and he just bounces back, and it's like, why? How? I don't understand. I don't understand how this universe
0: works. Don't want to be that guy, but we're 22 minutes in. Should we start talking about Scream now?
2: Let's talk some Scream,
0: <laughs> Paul.
2: Oh, yeah. We'll Brad, Brad the we got... Uh, ah! What is it? Roll... Carnation Chicken. Carnation Chicken scene scary. Does that say scary? Take yeah. that. Director, Wes Craven. Camera, Polaroid. I can't see the bottom because your name's there. Oh, it's uh, date. Oh, okay. Sorry. I forgot you no. guys do the uh, the day before the month. <laughs> Americans it, do the pol- I was like, wait, it's July done. already? No. <laughs>
0: Huh. Paul was complaining when he was editing the podcast that he, did, he wanted a clear separation when we start talking about the film. So there you go, Paul. Oh,
1: there's two now. Great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I, forgot what I was going to say yeah i think we should definitely not just because of this one we should start putting a time stamp on our podcast when we actually start talking about this purpose of the show and um, I, I think we could start doing that
1: there you go oh, you can you can look through it all and do that if you want then
0: no, i'll just identify when we actually start talking about the film and i'll put it no. in the twitter post there you go. ant-man
1: discussion and then scream discussion
0: <laughs> right and um, what i thought would be good is if we could just talk a wee bit about our history with the franchise just so there's a bit of context going into the discussion I'm happy to start because this was my first time seeing it the only thing I remember scream from was a scary movie and I had a scream mask when I was a kid and I can't find it just like Paul can't find his so that's the sum total of my experience going into watching this uh, a couple nights ago which I know is Mm -hmm. crazy but it's a bit of a feature. It's pretty much her USP as a podcast. That I've not seen a lot of movies, and Paul watches things in weird orders. That's
2: at the other one. W- you know, the we do this. We go through the same thing. There's a lot of movies that we decide to cover that Dan and Angela have never seen before. And mostly Angela. She's she. A lot of the movies we've covered are like first time watches for her, which is always a good time. I love getting to hear opinions on movies f- that are seen for the very first time because I wish I could see this movie for the first time. <laughs> You can, <laughs> live, you can live through me in this podcast then.
1: Live vicariously. Yes.
2: I'm ready.
0: So Brett, we've talked a bit about it off air, but just for the listeners, I'm going to assume you've seen all the films.
2: Yes. I've yes. seen... I remember as a kid, I watched the first three because I, I, I was born in the, the early 90s. So when Scream came out, I was a little too young, at least for my parents to just didn't show me the movie Uh, so I didn't really get into them until I think after Scream 3 came out which was like 2000 so I I remember watching them but it wasn't a slasher franchise that was like my staples my staples were the child's play films I was obsessed with Chucky and I still am Uh, and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was one of my favorites which was you know of course done by Wes Craven and Scream just kind of came and went until i got older and it was like this huge obsession and i remember scream 4 coming out and i was just like okay that's cool and i remember seeing scream 4 or probably a little after it came out and then once scream 5 was coming out and i started doing the podcast and i became friends with a lot of people who were obsessed with this franchise i was like well i gotta go through this entire franchise again so i went through watched them all uh, i think i've seen scream 5 at least three or four times since it came out just kind of watching it myself and i think i watched it with my wife and then i think i watched it with some other people or just watched it by myself again i don't know um but yeah this franchise is awesome i like i love them all i you know i love that people are just like i hate scream 3 it's like scream 3 is not great but it's still you put it on you're having a good time even if it's batshit crazy which this entire franchise to be honest is batshit crazy but scream 3 is just like it's goofy it really kind of makes no sense to the rest of it but it, you're just you're gonna have a great time with any one of these movies
0: thank you very much about yourself paul
1: Yeah, uh, so it's kind of like the same as you so oh well, same as you colin Um when i was growing up i think i was just a bit too young for scream when it first came out and um, and i'd see bits and pieces like my brother my older brother would be watching the Scream movies and i'd see bits and pieces um, but no. only actual feel when i seen the Scary Movie when it first came out. And uh, then went back and watched the first Scream, seen that. And then I didn't watch the rest of them. And then when Scream 2022 came out, uh, me and my girlfriend decided to binge it all. So we just binged it all, all the way through. And then went and seen Scream 2022 in the cinema when it came out. So I was quite new to the franchise as well, because I'd seen Bits and Pieces yeah uh, some of the ends of films and um, and then uh, like i said i've seen scary movie first before i've seen scream one so scream one was really ruined for me by scary movie but it was very well done <laughs> but we should do a scary movie review too because i love that film
0: <laughs> it's funny because i went because scary movies obviously would you would it be classed as a comedy it's more like Oh
2: it's a death like comedy. It's a spirit
0: it's a movie. It's a it's a it's a parody film, yeah. I, I came into this not really sure whether Scream was going to be kind of like a parody as well. Um but it, it kind of isn't a fully serious movie, would you agree like he is like Ghostface is pretty goofy in himself and when he's actually on screen I find it a bit comical.
2: Yeah, I mean ghostface i mean the thing is it's like ghostface is just a person like it's just a guy in a costume where you look at a lot of these other slasher franchises like freddy krueger being the dream demon you know he can manipulate things and chucky is a is a killer doll jason becomes a zombie and does weird things like this is just a dude in a in a costume so like I'm sorry, but like you're running around in that in that costume, you probably can't see a lot. Like it's probably very poor visibility. So like the fact that you're always seeing Ghostface fall on his face or easily run into things, it (laughs) it makes it more believable. But also, yeah, it it is very comical. Like this, like where he just gets hit in the face by things. It's just like feet over his head, and it's just like yeah, it's comical. But like it's more realistic.
1: Yeah, because I was I didn't even think about that to be honest. Like I've actually got written down in my notes um, the the Tatum fight is hilarious, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: and it's just be, it's just mainly because like when he goes to grab her and she like ducks down, he does like a forward flip over her. Yeah, and I'm just like, why would he do that?
2: She also and hits it, him in the balls with a beer, and yeah, then just, and then he just continues. I was like, nah, dude, you're you're on the ground because <laughs> we know who you are. So yeah.
0: <laughs> this will be a very well known. But to be game. fair, they
1: may have thought the killer was a woman at that point.
2: Yeah, even though, to be honest, did, did like.
1: No, this
2: is your first, this is your first time seeing this movie. Like, did you? I mean, you've probably been spoiled. Were you spoiled before seeing the movie? Like, who the killers were?
0: No, I had this w- weird thing in my head. I was like, at one point, I thought it was Ed, a Dewey that was the killer. <laughs> is that it was a scary movie? What? Yeah, that's, that's probably because of scary movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, because I mean, scary movie is Officer Diffie's He's the killer. Right,
0: that's, prob- oh, right, that's yeah. probably where I got that from. So no, I didn't have a clue. I was actually quite su- no,
2: surprised. Oh,
0: okay. Well, yeah, kind of surprised. I was surprised that it was multiple people, which I thought was quite clever. Yeah,
2: yeah, for me. Yeah, for me. I, you know, I mean, I've seen this movie so many times, but I like recent, just like my recent watch right before we we started doing this. It. I, I'm watching, it going, man. I feel like if I watched this for the very first time, it would be easy to figure out who the killer was, just because of it. Like, I feel like they kind of just like they're like, it. It is him. It is him. <laughs> yeah. like, like, there's no doubt about it that it's him. But it's like, yeah, but there's gotta be some sort of twist. And then there's really not a twist. It's literally okay. the two people. Well, one of the two people that you would expect, because yeah, yeah. How would you have known that it was two? And then one of the killers you don't really have any idea. Like there's only Billy is the only one that you kind of are like, I feel he's the killer. Like from the almost from the get-go.
0: I didn't think that when I was watching it, um because as you said because as you said it was it was the obvious one because he was always there. And I had a weird thing with that because as soon as I saw Billy, I was like, I know him. And then I, I noticed it very quickly, uh, unashamedly. It got weird towards the end, but I really enjoyed season one of Riverdale and he's one of the, the parents in Riverdale, uh Skeep mm, yep. Ulrich. Y- Skeep um, Ulrich, yeah. And, uh, it's really it's really strange watching a film from nineteen ninety six seeing somebody who's in their like late forties when they're that age. It oh, was yeah. it was really kind of bizarre for me, and there's there's a Shaggy from Scooby Doo as well. And one- yeah,
2: that was always a, a weird one because I think I saw Scooby Doo before seeing Scream when I was a kid, and just going, "Oh my god, this is <laughs> this is the same guy." <laughs> and Monica-, Monica Geller as well. Oh yeah, I'm a huge Friends fan, so I love that. I mean, we did like I said, we just did our Leprechaun we just recorded our leprechaun review in jennifer that was jennifer aniston's first movie and i'm like i would love seeing like anybody from a show i watched a lot of as a kid like just showing up in movies and yeah courtney cox kills it in this franchise not just this movie but she is one of the staples of this entire franchise i didn't even know
0: i didn't even know she was in it to be honest um what was i gonna say something about something about friends no it wasn't something about friends did no, you know she was
2: married to uh, David Arquette, who plays Duke? Yeah, because in, oh,
0: okay. in the credits from Friends, she was Arquette Cox Yep, at, at, at one point in that. Um, so yeah, I did like that there was, because I, I was reading up a bit, not Wikipedia, nothing too fancy, but how in a lot of horror films, the... The murderer doesn't really have a motive, and that's what makes Mm -hmm. it more scary. But in this film, they did both like they had the motive that uh, Billy's dad had been sleeping with uh, Sydney's mum, but then Shaggy's just like, I just did it because he told me to. (laughs) That,
2: yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yep, I love him in this, I love Matthew Lard in this. Uh, He's He's so so good, good.
2: especially in that last. like in that kitchen scene like before and after he gets stabbed and you're just he is just killing it every yeah. line delivery and then his improvisation because like the phone like you guys know that the phone when he gets the phone thrown at him and he says like oh, you hit me with the phone you dick like that was all improvised <laughs> that wasn't in the script because he wasn't supposed to get hit with the phone <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's I was just gonna say, great yeah.
2: lines from him
0: i've not had the benefit of rewatching watching this yet but See the scene near the start of the film when they're sitting. I don't think it's like a water fountain, but they're talking yep. about the murders, mm-hmm. and uh, Sydney's quite jumpy. You haven't found out yet that her mom died, but she's a bit sensitive towards the topic. Is that yep. bit quite chilling to rewatch when you know that the two murderers of <laughs> her mom? Oh yeah, the girl are sitting right there. Because to me, it was just her boyfriend and her pal messing well, about. Yeah. And-
2: well, so. It's one of those things that every time you're rewatching it or even on your second rewatch, you're kind of you're, you know who the killers are, of course. But now you're kind of fig- trying to figure out who who killed who. So you find out in that scene that Stu dated Casey. So you kind of put two and two together that Stu is the one who is the ghost face who kills her. In the who kills Stace, uh, Casey in the beginning, kind of as like a get, you know, just because it kind of I feel like every kill is linked in some way mm-hmm. to that killer specifically.
1: Yeah, and it's quite good, like because Randy's kind of like baiting them out a wee bit. Uh, oh, yeah, and uh, if just see, oh, that's what that's what I've got, it just says, um, Randy gets it, Randy gets it, Um so I like when they're talking at the start. Like you can see like Stu like saying like oh yeah I'd cut them from like here to here and then Billy just kinda like shut up man yeah. stop talking. He's
2: like looking at him like bro what are you doing? It's exactly how they were killed. <laughs>
0: yeah. There's not that much score in this, but the the two kind of visual murders with the with the not Be- Becky at the start. Uh, and Casey then, and Casey. Steve, yeah. Sorry. Why Casey? Why did I write Becky and Casey? I don't know. I tried to write down the names so I wouldn't forget them. And
2: then (laughs) next up. I mean, this is the, in my opinion, one of the greatest openings to a movie of all time. Not just in the horror genre. I think this is one of the greatest opening scenes in cinematic history. Like, it's just Drew Barrymore. For one, they faked us out with Drew Barrymore because she, to be honest, out of pretty much the entire cast, she was the big ticket name. Because she had been acting. I mean, she was an E.T. almost. 15 years before like she had been acting way before and i mean she was in like batman forever the year before and doing all that stuff so she was that big ticket name she was on the cover of the movie and all that and then the to kill her in the first 10 minutes of the movie you're like (laughs) she's not the main character what (laughs) but she just she kills it in like her emotions and her going through it all and and uh, her talking to Ghostface on the phone, and Roger T. Jackson, his voice is just so iconic and just creepy.
1: Yeah, and it's such good dialogue too. It's just like such a. So it starts off like kind of like a natural interaction, and then it just gets like it's more steadily creepier as it goes along.
0: With with my knowledge of horror films, I definitely wouldn't have made it past the first scene.
1: <laughs> hey, you've seen Halloween?
2: Well, it's one of those things um, where yeah. like is one of those things where, you know, she gets asked the question about who is the killer in Friday the 13th. And I can guarantee a more than 75% of people would have answered exactly the way she did
0: because yeah. she was uh.
2: in such a tense moment. That's a trick. That's a trick question. If I mean, but if you're very knowledgeable in the horror genre, you know that it was, you know, Mrs. Voorhees, but you know, it's just like that instinct because Jason is literally the killer. Well, except for five uh, throughout that entire franchise. So,
0: that's, a big, that's, a, yeah. that's a big spoiler within the film for me because yeah. I'm getting there with the horror films, but I've not seen Friday the 13th yet.
1: So so see if she got that right. Do you think it would just cut to credits and then that would be the franchise over? Yeah.
0: That was it, guys. <laughs> it was a short. <laughs> so do you... Because I know Brett was really interested in this at the start. Is there anything... And Is there any particular things you want to ask me about as a first-time viewer? Like, Is there anything that comes to mind that you would have been like, oh, I wonder what people would make of those certain parts?
2: Um ooh, that's a tough one. Um did I think it's more of do what do you think of um Sydney as like our final girl? Like did you do you did you like her character? Did you like I feel like she's always either people's favorites or it's like eh, middle of the pack.
0: I liked her. Like I felt she was good. Like I thought she was going to get killed off in like the kind of middle act. See when she goes home. See when she kind of goes home from school and she's by herself and she's waiting mm-hmm. for uh, her pal. to come over. Uh, Tatum. Tatum. Yeah. Um, I thought she was going to go at that point, but then obviously she continued. But she more than holds her own in the film. She's quite resourceful. She obviously dressed up as was face to take them down at the end. I thought I thought she was good. Neve Campbell isn't it?
2: Yeah. yeah. no ne- ne- I had a major crush on Nev. Cam- I mean I kind of still do. I mean she's she's great. And yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's not she's not going to be in Scream
1: 6, is she?
2: Listen, I haven't seen it yet because it doesn't come out technically till Thursday. But mm-hmm. um Supposedly, no, because of like a contract thing with Paramount. Uh, but you never know. You never know. Yeah, yeah. It, it could just all be some stupid ploy to be like, <laughs> you know. But to be honest, I feel this move, I feel Scream Six is going to be fine if she isn't in it at all. I've heard good things. So,
1: yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I think
2: I'm going to do a poll and go see Scream Six
0: and then I can watch the middle ones. There you go.
1: Try and watch Scream 2022 first, I'd say. Because there's a lot of new yeah, characters. New blood. Like
2: that. Yeah, What's um, that on? Um, pass. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Because I, I don't know what... like I know that you guys get things differently than we do. Yeah. So I don't know. Because like I know all the Screams are on Paramount Plus right now. For mm-hmm. At least in the US. I don't know what it is in the UK.
1: Because I can see when you mentioned things on, on your podcast. Like, oh, I've seen it on like, 2 or something. I'm like, what is Tubi?
2: <laughs> oh, you guys don't have Tubi over there? Oh, man, you guys are missing out. Tubi is one of the greatest movie apps ever. Like, I, it's it's great. It's got such, like, a massive selection of just the schlockiest movies you'll ever watch. But it's always a great time.
0: There's a specific um, horror movie streaming
2: service that I sometimes see as, like, a sponsored ad on Facebook. What, Shudder. Shudder shutter, which is a good one yeah they do they have a lot of good stuff and uh Screambox is a is a newer one but I don't think you guys have it yet because I know I follow a pod or I I listen to a podcast who has a co-host who is from the UK and they and he talks about how he's waiting so
0: I've got a question for both of you guys Where does Scream rank in among sure kind of favorite horror films is it quite high up is it kind of mid-range or interesting Because also, Paul, we've discussed Halloween, and I'm not really quite sure which one I prefer. I think maybe Halloween slightly because it's a bit more serious in tone in a lot of ways. Yeah. I don't know. Is it one of your all time favorite horror films, or is it just kind of one you enjoy?
1: Hmm. Oh, for me. Just that, just a, like, in like kind general, I'd probably put like say number one as the thing for me. Still not seen that. I know oh. you need to. It's amazing,
2: man. I am so. I wish I was you. I really do. I really <laughs> want to see <laughs> all of these movies for the first time. A it's like people the people thing. Ah.
1: um And then it's it's very close between this and Halloween because I really do like Halloween, but it's just like totally different pace and totally different movies. Um, like this one you can have a lot of fun with scream got a lot of laughs like halloween you're not going to get a laugh out of it's just going to be like guys stalking people uh for most of the movie Um
0: like halloween's more brutal as well there's more death scenes i would say that you actually see yeah
1: but there's not a lot of gore in halloween well, like the original halloween compared to like you see like poor steve build straight off the bat in this movie I still does, he him, does he even get a line of dialogue
0: I still love The Shining, though. The mm,
2: Shining's one true. of my
0: favorites. And uh, I don't know if Get Out really counts as a horror film. I think it does. not Oh, movies. absolutely. I, I would
2: 100% put Get Out as a horror movie. I mean, I, just the, the subject matter, absolutely. I said my top three
0: movies. It's mm. so good. Uh, oh. I'm sorry, we're, ta- we're tangenting
2: in a... In a, in a, in a... <laughs> I know, we started oh, off no. with Scream, and we've just ventured oh, into, a different, into a whole yeah. other area. It's Oh, but yeah, Brett, how does
1: Scream rank, uh, rank in yours?
2: Oh, man. So my favorite slasher, my favorite, probably my favorite horror movie, other than, I mean, The Shining is always one of those ones that are just like kind of teetering between, is it a horror movie or is it like psychological, like psychological thriller? I always consider it horror. It's probably top 10 for me. I think Scream 1 is almost perfect like i think i've ranked it like five on five stars on letterboxd i i I remember re-watching it last year to prepare myself for scream five and i was like wow this movie is so good it's so well done wes craven is just a master of his craft he got a, a lot of actors who were kind of up and coming and they all knocked it out of the park and I just love the fact that the killer is just a dude. It's, they're just guys. They're just, ra- just random guys who went to a Halloween store, bought a costume, and just started killing people. <laughs> and to be honest, that opening scene alone puts it into my top ten 10 100 percent Like it's like I said before, it is one of the greatest opening scenes to any movie ever.
1: Yeah. I love the music in that opening scene too. You know, like when it's oh, just like it's so good. It's, it's very like kind of suspenseful, but kind of eerie. And it's just like when the parents are coming out to driveway, it, it's just like pure hopelessness.
2: Yeah, exactly. Because it, I think a lot of people, when they think of Scream, they do kind of think, they don't think of it as a pure horror movie because of the fact that, like, what Colin was saying, is it kind of, like, when you see Ghostface, it kind of has some comedic elements to it. Mm. But, boy, that opening scene, there is no comedic tone at all. Like, that is, like, the most, like, downer of an opening where she yeah like you said they she sees her parents driving up the driveway and you're just like oh she's got just run just run towards them just run towards them and she just waits just a little bit too long and ghostface ends up catching up to her and gutting her and the fact like she walks around that corner and her parents are walking in the house she's literally like 20 feet from them but because he stabbed her in the throat she can't she can't yell out to, it's just like mm-hmm. holy shit
1: <laughs>
0: yeah it's so yeah, she
2: just
1: she's
0: she just like bah. yeah i felt so sorry for the parents like discovering her like that like that's yeah brutal like i um, there i was a bit read. it was quite interesting that when they were when they were writing the film they thought there wasn't like enough murder in it so they wrote the bit with the principal getting killed and later
2: yeah.
1: the funds, yes.
2: yeah um that is one kill that i am not the biggest fan of because it kind of makes no sense it doesn't really make any sense to the the motives around our killers mm. I, yeah, like you said, if it was just added just to add more gore and violence to it, then okay, but um, but also it it also plays into why everyone leaves the house later on because uh, Randy gets the call about the principal being he was like hanging from the goal post school, yeah. so everybody's like hey, let's go back to school, see you? I'm like, that is listen, even if you had a really shitty relationship with a teacher or a principal at your school but you find out they're dead You're not going. "Eh, It's time to go see his hanging dead body over at the school. Like, no, I don't think that's how that's gonna go. But because they did, whatever.
0: As you were saying, they did the right. The purpose of that scene was so there was like a reason for the majority of the party to to separate. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, and then they knock. Was it Galen? Do into the the woods and they see the car as well, don't they? Because they're all leaving the party. But, you know, Colin, if it was you hanging up in the goalposts, I'd come see you.
0: <laughs> Thank you. That's comforting. I forgot a question, actually, about uh, Dewey and uh, Monica or Gail Weathers. Um, was she totally playing him just for the story or was there like a wee element of genuineness, if that's a word, in their relationship?
2: I think it was mostly for her benefit, but I think she was starting to get feelings for him later on. I think later into the into the into the movie. Like when they do get knocked into the wood into the the weeds there and they discover the car, like she doesn't seem like clearly she has feelings for him, because like I feel she would probably try to just like push him off to kind of continue doing what they're doing, but instead, like they kiss. Yeah. And it seems like a genuine kiss. It doesn't seem like she's like forcing it. So, yeah, I think in the beginning 100% like when he talks, she talks to her or she talks to him at the school or wherever he's at, it's all for her benefit. Because yeah. she's all about herself.
1: Yeah. And at some point they try and like set up Dewey, maybe try to be the killer as well cuz like and um, when they say about the the car being in the woods and he's like, "Oh, I thought we'd just walk." And then the music starts getting like really tense. I'm like are they trying to say I'm doing to be a killer here?
0: I think well, it would have turned that, into a completely different movie. I, <laughs> yeah. thought, I thought he was because I had that distant memory of the scary movie plot as we saw. The, the oh hey, Lord. Do we know who actually, sorry, that's a different point, I'll come back to that. Um It was quite an interesting angle how you had the the press trying to because she reported and like criticized Sydney's mum and said like quite nasty things about her it was quite interesting having that angle because she had quite an arc. she went from being like a really heartless reporter to actually kind of teaming up to take down the bad guys at the end so it was good that she had that arc. yeah well to be
1: fair when you you kill a couple of killers it sells a lot of books
0: (laughs) I was very surprised to see I, I didn't know that um Courtney Cox was in scream i probably should have known that but when she appeared on screen i was like, oh i was Proceed to call them by their famous character's name for the rest of the film yeah. she what
2: was named gail gail weathers she is now the only actor well as far as we know is the only actor to have been in every single scream movie just what's uh. because oh
0: Oh, that yeah, means Colin's going
1: to go. Colin's going to go through all these movies now. Going, she's safe. Oh, thanks,
0: Brett. <laughs> well, you, know, you know how forgetful I am. I'll
2: forget about that anyway. So um, I keep forgetting you haven't seen any of the other ones. I gotta stop saying well, things. <laughs> well, finally
0: finally—it's been staring us in the face the whole time, but we, we've got our USP now. It's the fact I've not seen things, and also the fact you watch things in weird orders. Like we could just do a. We could do a podcast on how you would watch the Star Wars films if you were to watch them again, because you would come up with something really random. Yeah, and
1: we should call the podcast You Know Nothing, Colin Spark.
0: I don't really want my name. Thank you for two naming me, by the way. I really want my name all the way in there. So that's fine. <laughs> the other thing I was going to say was, um, do we know who Do you know they're using the voice changer? And obviously with the different parts of the film, do we know which of the two were doing the voice at the different bits, like the
2: star and like the different? Ah, uh, so I'm guessing. I'm guessing one was doing the phone calls and then the other was doing the killing. Like I don't think the person doing the voice changer was also the one in the suit. I think they were. I mean, they were always working as a team. That's why. So, like, I would say when. It's tough, though, because it's because it's also like, well, look at the boots he's wearing, because I think um, Billy is the one wearing the boots. So it's like, well, anytime you see the ghost face with those boots on, that's Billy. It's like, okay, but I feel like that's every single shot of ghost faces with those boots and jeans. But it just makes more sense that like Billy or one of them, Billy or Stu would be the one calling. And then the other one would be the one chasing them around, like chasing whoever they're killing or messing with whoever. Mm-hmm. because you like you it up a bit? yeah I don't, maybe this they could have switched it up maybe
0: changed rules every now and again yeah no I mean <laughs> I know yeah, that no. but it,
2: throughout this throughout this movie it's not the same person every time there's a kill Um, but also you got to look at the fact like Tatum's death he doesn't use the voice changer at all he just doesn't say anything he's just gets attacked all you hear is grunting and you're like and sometimes you're kind of like leaning in especially if you've seen the movie before you're like ooh, does that sound like matthew lillard gr- grunting or <laughs> does that sound like ski uh ski altrich grunting like you're trying to yeah. figure out who's the killer in this specific scene i think yeah. billy kills her because um he wasn't at the party and then he just shows up randomly right after she dies so
1: Oh, I, was going to say, I was going to say I thought it was maybe Stu because if if he'd spoke then she would have known who it was straight off the bat. But I could be totally wrong with that.
0: It's just the one killer actually. But well, when you are talking about having multiple killers, it made me start thinking of Hot Fuzz and the guy running oh, another in the black cape yeah,
1: for the Paul, greater good.
0: I think our next we've talked to us for a while now. We're both. I don't know how much Paul. I think Paul's a big fan. I'd say I'm a huge fan i not trying to compete with you there, but uh, the Cornetto trilogy, I think our next run of podcast, we should definitely do something uh, related to that.
2: I'm down for that. Yes, Actually, I think right. I have the trilogy on Blu-ray back there somewhere. World's End is underrated, at least the first half. You know, Shaun, Shaun of the Dead is probably one of my favourite zombie movies of all time.
1: You got red on you. So good.
0: Uh, right, so is there... Anything I think we've covered in a weird order, most of the things we've dissected the film in a backward sense, Brett. Right? A flesh is, wind. is there anything else? Use any, I was going to say,
1: who's your favorite character in the movie?
2: Who's this? I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge Nev fan, I think she's Sydney Prescott is one of the best final girls out there i just love her character i love how all these characters just feel hu- like like people like humans they're not just like caricatures of horror characters like when you watch a friday the 13th or a nightmare and <laughs> Well, nightmare on elm street is kind of in the same vein uh as scream but yeah i think Nevis is great and of course Stu's just the best his lines are just hilarious <laughs> i mean just everything he says in that final bit when he gets stabbed, or just even before that, and he's just <laughs> like, "You called the police? My mom and dad are gonna be so mad." Hmm. It's, it's so good. He's like bleeding out. Yeah. <laughs> so those are my two favorites. Probably it's probably Sydney and uh, Stu
1: Nice. What do you call
0: I'm going Deputy Sheriff Dewey. Of course you would. He's just so lovable. He's a big goofball. Yeah. Well, we didn't talk about that scene um, where I can't remember the guy. Is it Ran? Who's the third friend? It's not Randy. 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 Yep. he's is he watching Halloween mm-hmm. when he gets murdered? Yep, he doesn't, doesn't get murdered.
2: Well, he doesn't get murdered. He almost no, gets murdered. He's watching Halloween as he's like really drunk.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. because kind of there's like the time delay, so they
2: when they're watching it in
1: the van, they don't actually know what happened. No, no. So, and the poor, yeah. the poor camera
2: guy gets it. <laughs> yeah. So the funny, funny thing about that scene is that he, so he's watching uh, Halloween, and the character's name is Jamie, or uh, no, the, uh, the actress' name is Jamie Lee Curtis, and that's mm. why he's like Jamie, turn around. Well, his name is Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> the actor, and so he's kind. It's kind of like him telling himself to turn around because, like, he's like, "Jamie, turn around!" And you got Ghostface behind him, and it looks like he's gonna kill him. So I thought that was pretty funny.
0: I'm so glad I'd seen Halloween when I watched this because obviously I knew all the scenes from the film and all the a lot of the tropes. Um, uh, yeah, it was still, good. Yeah, you know, celebration, isn't it? Of horror movies in general from the quiz at the start to all the references and and
1: different things. Yeah. Randy Randy gets all the good lines when he's talking about the movies and like the rules and stuff. Um and like just it's very self aware. Um oh, yeah. And he like in the video story just like it's Billy. I asked you Billy. Of course it's Billy.
2: He knew the whole time. Uh,
1: yeah yeah. And then um what was he saying? He was like uh but it just that uh, makes me laugh. Just when he comes in, he's like, "Who invited the other face over there?"
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: he's got but, great yeah. lines. I love, I love Randy. He's my, he's my favorite character in this.
0: Uh, we also didn't, we didn't talk about uh, Tatum's death with the garage door after she was getting a beer because she
2: thought it was, she thought it was our does she think it was her boyfriend? She thought it was Randy. I think everybody thought it was Randy. Like anytime something would happen, mm-hmm. maybe she thought it was Stu. Don't I don't remember or really, but uh, yeah, her death is kind of her death is funny to me because I'm like, damn, that garage is strong.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: she's no, she's she's no yaddle. <laughs>
1: and every every time I watch it, I'm just I'm expecting to hear the kind of pig noise at a scary movie when she's trying to squeeze through. It. It's just like making the pig squeals
0: would i have a different appreciation for scary movie now that i've seen scream
1: uh did you like scary movie before
0: it was alright, but i feel like god no i feel like i didn't really have the context maybe because i hadn't seen scream like Uh, yeah probably
1: say you enjoy it more than yeah
0: yeah because obviously it's a parody of that so it makes sense to
2: did you know that this was supposed to be the the original title for yeah, scream yeah. was called scary movie
0: i read that when i was looking it up and also yeah. the fact it was inspired by it was like some kind of it was a gainesville ripper at the time yep. uh, i did a wee bit of wikipedia stalking but the wikipedia article for this film is massive like it would take mm-hmm. me the whole week probably to read through it and make notes so um, is this on is this featured on that show, the movies that made us, Paul? Do you know? Uh,
1: I think it very might be, possibly. I can't I remember.
2: I don't think so, to be honest. I think mm-hmm. the horror movies they've covered was Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the thirteenth, and Aliens. Aliens.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: The three horror films I definitely need to watch this year are Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Friday the Thirteenth
1: and the thing—I'll make those my priorities. That's good because fun fact—I've never seen Friday the Thirteenth
2: either. Oh, that that's my—that's—that's that's one of those franchises. I'm like, yeah, I can do without. Also, we've covered—we covered the entire franchise and covered the remake. So I'm—I I like to just take a break. Yeah, I, I watched—I not... watched
1: the remake with the guy from is it Supernatural. isn't it? he's in it. Yep. I don't yeah, want to
2: it.
0: Was that. What's that? Here's the real ghost face. <laughs> Which one's that? Domino or Buddy? Oh, come on, I've had them four
2: years.
1: Ah, can never remember.
2: Are they Buddy. the same are they the same color scheme? No, they're kinda of flipped. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. so what was your favorite scene in the whole movie?
2: Oh oh for me? Oh the the opening. Like I said before. Yeah, the opening yeah. of this movie is fantastic.
1: hmm
0: How about you, Colin?
2: Ooh, now you're asking. Uh,
0: hmm. Come back to me, you go first.
1: God's sake. I uh, mine be opening as well. It's just so iconic and yeah, it just sets it sets up the whole movie.
0: Oh wait, my, my, mine's the opening too. Oh, Alright, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go different. I'll go the scene where Randy's trying to encourage himself to escape indirectly, with the Halloween mm. flashes. I'll go that one. It's
2: a good one. I will give an honorable, honorable mention to the kitchen scene, like when you find out they're the killers and they're in the kitchen, and you get that whole interaction between them both, and uh, and then, of course, the aftermath of Stu getting stabbed. I just, it, it, That whole thing is just great. It just shows how just it, Lillard was always <laughs> giving 110% into everything he was going to put on screen, even when things didn't go to plan.
1: Yeah, I think I read somewhere, but he wasn't even meant to be in the film, was he? He didn't mean to audition. He just he was at a neighbour audition with his girlfriend or something, and somebody just came out and asked him if he wanted to try, and he tried it and got the part. Mm-hmm. So that was quite
2: fortunate. He had a good uh good span of movies in the nineties, into the early two thousands.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Thirteen a, Ghosts. That's what I remember him from. Thirteen Ghosts.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, as a as a dissector of films. Do you feel that we've done a sufficient
2: job this evening? Oh, absolutely. That, listen, I ain't gonna judge anybody on how they do what they do. Um, either, either either yeah, no, I just. <laughs> That's sad. most of the time we don't either. Um, yeah, no, you guys did a great job. Thank you. I mean, this was this is I, I love just being able to talk about movies. Period, and to be able to talk about a, a movie that I've never gotten to talk about. Um, it's always it's always fun and getting to talk to to new people and you know get to when people ask me to come on their shows it just makes me feel really good inside. So we're not quite right <laughs> done yet. We've got our rating, some Twitter shoutouts, and then. Oh no, I'm go- I'm gone, guys. Bye. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. So this is the part where I get roasted. So we usually do a, a ten, a rating out of ten, seismic waterfall so on a, on the seismic scale of one to ten.
1: Aye, that was some horrible name we just made up last week and I'm not sure it'll stick yet. Uh, so out
0: of 10, oh, this is difficult. Hmm, it's hard because every film by nature is so different and it's hard to rate them all on one scale, but we'll try our best. Brett, <laughs> right. I think I know what you're going to say. What would you give it out of 10?
2: Uh, like I stated earlier, this movie is almost perfect. So I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10.
0: Okay, Beautiful. Paul.
1: Why is it? Why is it drop the point five, Brett?
2: There's, there's, uh, like I think Tatum's death is kind of silly. Um, there's just like little, little nitpicks, you know. And I feel like I can't give it a perfect score. I, like I said, it's almost perfect. So yeah. you know, I'll knock down that point five.
1: No worries. I would probably give it, I would say, for me, an eight point five. There's mostly because, like you're saying, some of the deaths are a wee bit kind of. Not death, but some of the bits where Ghostface is kind of kicking about is a wee bit silly, like he gets kicked in the face so many times. Like
2: he gets a refrigerator door to the face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But what you're saying does make sense, like it's kind of poor visibility. It's like having alien versus predator Requiem like in your mask the whole time.
2: Right. But you also gotta think, like, when you find out who the killers are, and then you look back at like how they would fall like Stu is a he looks like a clumsy guy. Yeah. So like when you're seeing Ghostface just like flopping all over the place, you're like, I feel like that might be Stu. That doesn't make sense.
1: Um, so yeah, just because of some of the kind of silly acrobatics I thought from Ghostface when he was getting um battered about. Uh, but they seemed like quite proficient at like killing like most people. And then when it just came to Sydney, it was just like the plot armor was thick. Mm-hmm. Like she was just getting away no matter what, um, but yeah, eight point five, high score for me because I'm usually quite cynical when it comes to these things.
0: <laughs> you like, but you liked Ant Man three. That's what I don't
1: get. I said it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Fine and
2: fun.
0: I don't know. What I,
1: I would give Ant Man three a nine point
2: five.
1: Right. No. I'm, not... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm
2: kidding. No.
0: This is my shot. It's definitely an eight or above. It's just trying to say where it fits in. My main issue with it isn't an issue with the film. It's an issue with my perception. Because remember I spoke about the start that I wasn't really sure what the kind of vibe would be like because of Scary Movie being my only indication. So I think I wasn't sure how horror it was going to be because it's not as like scary as Halloween I didn't feel like on edge scared during it because I found Ghostface quite comical so I'll probably go at 8.52 but for kind of different reasons because I wasn't like scared but I enjoyed it and I found it funny but also found some of the deaths quite brutal particularly the first one so yeah i think it was more down to my perception of what it was going to be like and obviously i'd have a better idea of going into the second one. Oh, oh
1: you're in for a treat
0: so yeah it's definitely an eight or above but I, yeah i wasn't quite sure what to expect going in so
1: nice so is it now the is it the the tweet or shout outs
0: yeah so there's a so i put a post on at the last minute right again so we've got doom generation podcast uh said just tell brett skeet dreams from us he'll
2: know (laughs) oh i love it they're wild i I
1: love they too but they're just (laughs) i I don't know i don't know what that means but it's probably
2: not it's probably not me, good. I, I I'm gonna re you you keep going with your comments. I gotta re- I want to read it for myself to see what
0: our good friend and oh, regular okay.
2: collaborator James Patterson
0: said he's seen it on VHS back when he was in S1. That's how old James is, and he thought it was amazing. It's got a good film with a cracking cast, and he says, I'll be right back. Um I said, should we no? I'll skip that bit for now. Do a pod monster? Is that something that we follow?
2: Uh, I don't know if they yes. might just be people oh, who responded yet. Yeah,
0: or... One of my favorite films of any genre and an absolute masterpiece by Craven. Oddly, I remember pushing back against it as a kid because it was too popular. Glad I grew out of that mindset. Podcast mm. in the woods said my grandma took me to see the theater. Took me to the theater to see this, and I promptly fell asleep. Moved a couple of rows away, so it was like I was watching it by myself. Had an absolute blast and had my little mind blown when I was revealed there were two killers. That is very sweet and also um, interesting. You were taken there when you were very young. There you go. Uh, Flicks and Friends podcast said, I can't wait for this one and my favourite memory is the fact we got Wes Craven and Henry Winkler in the same scene. That cameo was great this is a, another one my grandma didn't quite understand what we were getting into when we bought the movie tickets and our good friend Cody said I loved it when I saw it as a kid see the amount of people that saw this as a kid and um, it was scary and funny and then I've gotten older it's basically opened up like an onion from all the meta commentary it's laced with I'm very impressed we've got three four five six different people on ours and I know you retweeted it as well Um, Brett is there any on there you want to share
2: Oh, let me open. Know, let me, let me, let me, let me reopen same? it. Um, I think, yeah, I think right, it's just the up same for you too. Yeah, I think Probably it's just a same. So, yeah, yeah. You got them all. Just, it just shows
1: how much people like the screen movies, or like uh, to get that many responses in just a short amount of time. I think it's uh, quite a tribute,
0: and it's showing our increasing in social media reach that we're actually getting replies. Never the good old days, polls of zero replies and zero
2: likes.
1: I know it was great. Just shortened the shortened <laughs> the podcast right down.
2: Um, or, make or, sure. you like, or you could get through the entire show get to the end of the recording and have comments and forget to read them and then have to do another recording so you can add it in later that's, I don't do that <laughs> at all <laughs> that sounds like know,
0: that's something we would do but yeah thank you for commenting at such short notice I keep saying I'll do it earlier and I keep forgetting but please uh, follow and subscribe to all these great podcasts and friends of the channel
1: yeah, good bunch. There's a good bunch, and uh, just a wee shout out to I think. Um, when's this coming out? Is it next week? That's so we get released. In
0: for, in for Monday, uh, Monday. Yeah, for Monday.
1: Okay. Yeah, good pals at what's the script? Craig and Chris. They are doing a screen review as well, and it's coming out on Friday, I think. So just watch out for that. It's probably a ton better than us. So yeah, you know, just watch out for it. We're very self-deprecating here at Seismic Cinema. <laughs>
0: Obviously, here like it's that we've got a we've got like a physical location when we're both just sitting in our houses.
1: Yes, my half-finished house. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah. Is there any other any other fellow podcasters we want to give shout outs to this week? Your EK picks.
1: Uh, I was listening to the Moisture Farm report today. They've done one on. Uh, a what if episode so like, they do what if episodes on like r- pure random subjects so they're doing one what if the, ro- the droid rebellion in solo um, took off and worked mm-hmm. so they kind of go off on a wee tangent and just do a big story about mm-hmm. what happened after the droid rebellion worked um, so that's what I was listening to today and oh, so I was so listening to Wheel of Horror they were doing an episode on the Black Phone. Have you seen the Black Phone yet, Kong?
0: No, I did want to go. A story of my life, I was going to go see it at the cinema, I just didn't make it. Well,
1: they I did that. have
0: quite a lot in the last two years.
1: Yeah, they did that, and that's pretty good.
0: And yeah,
1: I can't really remember what I've watched the last couple of days, but I'll get back to it. Uh, oh, I also watched, um, I don't know, some wee podcast they were doing. Alien versus Predator Requiem. I don't know if I mentioned that already.
2: Who would ever want to talk about that?
1: (laughs) Yeah. By the way, I think I think Dan loves it. He
2: he said he saw him and Angela said they saw the movie. I don't. I didn't see much, but hey, we got a review out of it. So (laughs)
1: yeah, must have been a rough couple of weeks with that and Alien versus Predator the week before.
2: Hey, we asked. We we got people wanted it to happen so. We made it happen.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, Brett. I voted yes, and I voted yes in the poll.
2: That's okay. I <laughs> as much as I as much as I don't enjoy watching some of these movies, it's always a blast to talk about them. Sometimes it's the it's the most fun to talk about the bad ones than it is to talk about the good ones because you get. I feel like the, the comedy and that you get more jokes in with like the bad movies where the good ones you're just gushing over it. <laughs> yeah. Talking about bad
0: movies, Paul, um, Cody's very keen for us to do an Ant-Man 3 review. Go <laughs> we'll get the, we'll the public where they want, eh?
1: I'll just, uh, I'll just cut out those five minutes we did in the middle and just make a wee mini episode.
0: Nice. A short, <laughs> YouTube short.
1: A YouTube short, you
0: right. Go. You should actually but, do that if you're up for it. That'd be cool. I'm
1: yeah. quite surprised. I thought you'd love it. I thought it's just a wee kind of Star wars vibes to it, like That's- the creature design.
0: I don't want to get into it, but just um that's
1: another episode.
0: Nah, it's not for me. And in terms of what we've got coming up um after this, we're going to do John Wick two and three ahead of the release of four. There's a bit of a theme we review things where there's a new version of it coming out. Uh, we're joining another podcast, Paul, to look at the best ever sequels.
1: Tallboy Radio, yes
0: and then we're hoping to do a bad batch season two review and then after that we're going to plan out our april april and may uh, thoughts so that's where we're going
1: nice that's uh, quite a nice few uh few weeks ahead of us are actually planned for once oh well, you're planned you 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 you're I'm good ske- at the planning
0: i'm scheduled dude
1: yeah i just kind of go along with the flow
0: so we've reached a point point uh, where we need to do the shameless plug so we're seismic cinema and you'll find us on YouTube you'll find us on Spotify good pods Apple pods Google pods Amazon music audible you would think with all these different ones that would add up to a lot of views but still not making the millions yet but please like subscribe and share and also make sure you like sh- share and subscribe uh, to dissect that film and check out Brett and his his good pals thank you very yep. much.
1: definitely definitely worth the worth the lesson in the watch so yeah get on it dissect that film Brett, dan and angela
0: we're we're truly touched that you gave up um a couple hours of your your evening to come on and i know you were i know you're keen to come on anyway and you were really looking oh, for absolutely to just one of those things you say at the end of a podcast I mean. No, I mean... Is that your fake
1: gratitude, Colin? Jesus Christ.
0: No, no, no. Let me correct that. It's real, but I know how much Brett was looking forward to coming on and talking
2: about screen, yeah. so it's not really a chore for him.
0: Sorry
1: about that, Brett. Colin's mask kind of slipped there, he's saying.
2: No, I really appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, it was a... It, you know, I, I listened to your show, and I think you guys are doing a great job, and, you know, just keep it up, and... I appreciate all the support you guys give to us and um, yeah, thank you all for uh, for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's always good to put the face to the names so when you see the, the
0: cause there's so many we engage with on Twitter and it's once you've actually met them it's becomes <laughs> a lot more personable in terms of sharing and commenting etc. So um, one last thing we always like people to do when they come on Brett and there's no pressure here at all. Do you know what our Tagline is oh no, <laughs> <laughs>
1: really... okay. sorry, sorry, that's our 100% failure we've got so far.
2: <laughs> even people, even people that are repeat guests haven't got it. Well, but. here's the thing I, yeah, you know, I, I feel like I'll do a better job next time once I hear it. Yes, maybe. Yes, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably to be honest, my memory is so garbage. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Paul usually takes the reins at this point and shares what our tagline is.
1: It's the power of irresponsible grannies taking their kids to watch slasher films. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see,
2: see if oh, man.
0: See if it actually was that. That'd be good. But it's, I couldn't I,
2: even repeat it. That's how insane that was. <laughs> I usually just throw throw Paul under the bus and
0: make him come up with that. And he's usually quite good at coming up with something. I don't know if you pre, do you pre prepare these, Paul?
1: No, just my beautiful mind.
0: Just comes to you. But anyway, our actual tagline is the power of escapism because one, movies and TV is a great escape from reality sometimes if you're feeling down or if you just want to get into that happy place. But also, I find, and I'm sure you're the same, see when you're actually doing, recording your podcast i feel like you're in like a different wee world and you're just laser mm-hmm. focused on that one thing and everything else kind of melts away so um that's what we what we go with oh, I yep
1: think see, see everything he said that was that whole tagline that whole <laughs> monologue
2: i, I feel yes. like i i now need to work on having a tagline because i feel like we don't and there you go i'm very disappointed in ourselves <laughs> sorry
0: anyway it's okay thanks a lot for coming on paul just keep being you and hopefully <laughs> everyone enjoyed the review Is that right thanks All
1: for right. that intro call bye thanks for watching listening